Okay, and I'll say it again for the recording. The learning is dedicated. Ili Nishpas Binyam Lachayim Tzvi. Rakstad, the Neshama should have an Aliyah. We left off. We left off in the middle of um, um, the discussion of Shem and Sreifa. We're trying to understand what is Shem and Sreifa. What is oil that you have to burn? And what's the problem with using it? So, the Gemara said that Shem and Sreifa is Shem and Shel Truma. It's Truma oil, um, which became Tame. So you got to get rid of it. you got to get rid of it. So how do you get rid of it? You burn it. That's the correct thing to do. So... This is back at the end of Chavkimo Mabez. We went through a little quickly, so I want to kind of recap it so that we can slide easily into the discussion at the top of our Amud. Said the Gemara, said the Gemara, you know, what's exactly the concern? What's the problem with using uh, Shem and Sarei for oil that's supposed to be burned? So the Gemara explained one approach is that since you've got to burn it, you have a specific mitzvah to burn up this oil. So what might happen is when you have that oil, sitting in the dish with the wick in it and uh, you're thinking to yourself well I gotta burn up this oil you might kind of lose track of where you are and what day it is and you might tilt the uh, the dish so that the oil burns more quickly because you're attempting to do your mitzvah burning, well not your mitzvah but do the correctly um, well to burn um but you're trying to do the, cor- the correct thing, the proper thing of burning up the truma oil. And that's kind of the pressure that's, uh, that's acting on you. So, Abaya said by that, Abaya asked on this argument, he says, by that logic, he says, uh, there should be no reason to forbid it on Yamta. But, but as uh, we know from Friday night davening, and as we're going to learn uh, in the new Mishnah, that's coming up. Um, in fact, you don't use Shem and Sreifa even on Yom Tov. You're not allowed to use oil that's meant to be burnt even on Yom Tov. But what's the big deal? What's the worst case? That I'll tilt the thing and make it burn faster? I'm allowed to do that on Yom Tov. So, the Gemara explained that really it's a Gezeira of Yom Tov Atu Shabbos. Right, really, you should be allowed to do it on Yom Tov. But, because you might come to forget if you, if, if, if you like candles on Shabbos, you like candles on Yom Tov. So you think to yourself, oh, I always use my, uh, you know, my leftover, any oil that has a psul, that has a problem, I use it for my, I use it on Yaptiv, I might as well use it on Shabbos too, and you forget the mission you learned when you were, when you were much younger, that says that really you're only allowed to use it on Yaptiv. So, uh, that's going to be a problem, so therefore we ban its use um, completely. So that's one approach. Rechista suggests a different approach. Rechista says, L'shem yato right, we're not, this is the... That we're not worried that you're going to that you're so from that when you're trying to burn it you're, you're going to be so eager to burn up your truma that's your truma that's puzzle so you're going to be tilting if you don't have a personal need to tilt the candle you're not going to tilt the candle says the gemara um says the gemara the case must be a yumtiv which fell out on erev shabbos you know let's actually pick up from there inside we're not worried about Shemiyata, so we're about four lines in the end of Chavkimah. Beis, if you're following inside, we're not worried about Shemiyata. We're not worried you're going to tilt the candle. The case is Yom Tiv Shechal Diyos Be'erev Shabbos. A Yom Tiv which fell out on Friday. Right? What does that get? What does that get? Who cares? 
Because the halacha is, when we talk about why this is the case, we don't burn kudshim on yamtu. We don't do anything which, uh, even a carbonyla, we don't we don't do any burning of kudshim on yamtu. That's just exerz akasa. That's the rule. Says the gemara, but we the katani seifim. Then we learn the Mishnah, Eim Adlikim Mishnah Seif Biyantim Mechal the Rishon Laviyantim Askim. You're trying to say that our Mishnah Bam Adlikim, the first Mishnah in the Parak, when it says that you can't use Shemin Sreifa and Yantim, you can't. Excuse me. When it says you can't light with Shemin Sreifa, it's referring specifically to a case where uh, Yantim falls out on Arab Shabbos on Friday, and therefore to light the Shabbos candles using Shemin Sreifa, you would have to break the rule. That we don't burn Shem and Sreifa on, y- on Yamtiv because it's, you know, it's Sukkot or whatever. It's a three day Yamtiv or even a two day Yamtiv, whatever it might be. But the point is, it's Arab Shabbos, which happens to be Yamtiv as well. Right? So again, you want to light up your candle of Shem and, uh, of Shem and Sreifa, you can't because you're not allowed to burn Shem and Sreifa on Yamtiv. It's Kachim, you don't burn Kachim, you don't burn consecrated items on Yamtiv, I should say. It's not quite Kachim, it is Kadosh. Um, says the Gemara. Says the Gemara, but that's a difficult thing to say because we're about to have another Mishnah that says We don't use Shem and Sreifa on Yamtiv. That implies that the case that we're talking about before is presumably not on Yamtiv. Um, it's presumably just a regular Shabbos of the year, and it would sound like it has nothing to do with Yamtiv. It's a Shabbos problem to use Shem and Sreifa. Says the Gemara. Matam Kamar. No, no, it's just explaining Matam. What's the reason? Matam Right, so that's interesting because it ends up saying that there are a lot of missing words uh, in the Mishnah. But, alright, but the Gemara is saying ultimately that what the Mishnah means later on is just to explain why Shem and Sreif is forbidden for use. It's not a Shabbos problem, it's a Yamtiv problem. It's only in the case where. Um, the Friday that we're talking about is actually also a day of Yom Okay? Tanya Kavasei de Rav Chista. Top of Chavta and Maral. Tanya Kavasei de Rav Chista. Kol Elusha Amri Malikim Ami Shabbos Malikim Ami Yom We actually have a Brisa which says clearly like Rav Chista. Kol Elusha Amri Ain Malikim Bohem Shabbos. All the things that we mention that Ain Malikim Bohem Shabbos that you don't light with on Shabbos. We do use them on Yamtiv. Because we don't burn Kachim, we don't burn consecrated items on Yamtiv. Now, there's an obvious question, which is uh, hello, Rav Chista holds that you're actually allowed to use Shem and Sreifa on Shabbos if, unless it happens to be Yamtiv. So, how can we say, that clearly implies that Shem and Sreifa. Um, is something that you cannot light with on Shabbos, on any Shabbos, not just the Shabbos, that happens to also be on. So, Taisus asked the question. Taisus says, what it really means is, Taisus is a bit of a difficult answer, but we don't have a, a much better one for the time being. Taisus says, really, what it means is that, call Elu Shamar Eimad Likin, and certainly, right, everything we said Eimad Likin that you can't light with, and certainly those things that you said we said that you can light with. Uh, on Shabbos, you can li- you uh, you can light with on Yamtiv. So, okay. Um, all right. Says the Gemari Boilu. Ma'u lahaskir shel Chanukah v'Berachas Hamazon. It's a good question. 
asked the Gemara, do we mention Chanukah and Perches HaMazen? Is there any insertion we make when we bench um, that is special for Chanukah? I so the Gemara says, I, maybe you would think you shouldn't have an insertion. Cave in the Midir no. Since it's on the Midir Abbanan, maybe we don't make any special mention of a Dirabbanan holiday in Yamtiv. Who told us that we're supposed to make a Dirabbanan a mention of a Dirabbanan holiday in Yamtiv? I don't know we should pursue a Nisa Mad Karina. Maybe in order to promote the Ness, in order to create a greater awareness of Nes Chanukah, we do actually mention it. Says the Gemara. You don't mention. Now, what does that mean? You don't have to mention. There's no need to mention anything for Hanukkah in Birchas Hamazay. But if you do want to mention something for Hanukkah, if you want to make an insertion for Hanukkah, you're filled with religious feeling, you want to make an insertion for Hanukkah, you mention it in Hoida. Now, what's Hoida? Usually, when we say Hoida, we mean the Bracha of Maidit. But we're talking about Birchas Hamazay. So what's Haida? So Rashi explains Haida means in Birchas Ha'aretz where we start with Naida Lecha, right? So we start with thanking Hashem. So that is um, that is where you make the insertion of what we call Al Hanisim. Again, of course, the minig is today that we all make this insertion, but the fact that it is technically optional is reflected in the fact that if we um, if we forget it, we don't have to go back. We don't have to repeat benching. Okay. Ravuna by Yehuda went to visit Rava's house, and he apparently was leading the benching, and he thought that you're supposed to mention it in Boyn Yerushalayim. Or maybe he didn't even start benching, maybe they were just talking about it. Rav said to him, no, just use this rule of thumb. It's like davening mat Right? Just as tefillah, just as davening, uh, when it comes to davening, you make your insertion, your special insertion, your special insertion for Hanukkah is made in the bracha of Maidim. So too, it belongs in the bracha of, that starts, that starts with Haidah, which we call Birchas Ha'aretz. Of course, is indeed where we make the, the insertion. Ibailu, once we're on this topic, topic, do we say, is there any insertion for Rishchidish when you're making Birch Zamazim? Anyone know? It's a good question. You didn't know. Do you? Who, who realized this is a Gemara and Dafchav Dalit? Some of us, it's already our third round through Shas, they knew. But those of us who aren't on the third round through Shas, those of us who three rounds ago were little babies, um, we didn't necessarily know this. How do we know that a Rishchidish? Um, that on Rosh Chodesh you make insertions in Berachas Hamazik. Im Tivtiler Mechanikah Derabbanon Loi Tzarech Rosh Chodesh Derayse Tzarech. We've already established that in Chanukah you don't have to technically make an insertion in bench. Now Rosh Chodesh is a Derayse. Rosh Chodesh is a real uh, mosaic level holiday. So if so Tzarech it should need an ins- it should require an insertion by definition. Haydil Mekavim Loi Asur Asiyas Malacha Loi Maskerina says the Gemara. You might not have thought of this, but there's no, technically, there's no ister, there's no prohibition of Asiyas Malacha. Some people have a minig, some women have a minig, they don't do certain Malachas on Rish Chaydesh. But generally speaking, there's no prohibition against doing Malacha, against doing work on Rish Chaydesh. 
Maybe we only make insertions for Yom Tovim for days like Sukkot, Pesach, days on which there is an actual Isser Malacha prohibition. Says the Gemara, Rab Omar Mazkir. Rab says, no, you make a whole, you make an insertion. Right, we call it Yalavio. Chanina Omar in a Mazkir. Chanina says, no, I don't know what this business is. There's no need for this Yalavio business. We don't do that in my shul. Omar Azrika, the Kaiti Rabbi Azrika says, we do like Rav. The Kai Rabbi Oisha Kavasai. Because there's a Brysa which um, uh, there is a, to clarify, Rabbi Oisha is one of the uh, Bali Habraites. Oishia is one of the um, one of the holders of the Brysa tradition, or Chien of Oishia. So a lot of time, uh, I should say, not that often, more seldom actually might be a better word. Um, sometimes we'll back up the opinion of an Amweira, who kind of seems like a lone wolf, and we'll say, no, actually there's a Brysa, Rav Chia or Rav Oishia, um, quotes a Brysa that um, that matches up exactly with what he said. So this is one of those cases. We quote Rav Oishia, the Tani Rav Oishia, Rav Oishia taught. The truth is that Tani Rav Oishia technically doesn't have to mean that it's a Brysa, but in this case, this is in fact an actual Taisaf. Ravashi, it is indeed a real price. Any day when we offer a carbon musaf, an extra carbon, whether it's right? These are days that are holy. They're kind of a yamtiv, and we bring a carbon musaf on those days, even though there's no isur malacha on most malachas. So. Right, three tefillas a day. Shachers, Mincha, Meirev. Or actually, Meirev, Shachers, and Mincha, more correctly. Um, a person recites Shemayna Esrei, and he and he mentions Me'ein HaMo'ira. He makes reference to the day. Right, he says, B'yoyim Chag HaSukai says that, B'yoyim Chag HaMatzai says that. Be'avoida in the Brach of Avoida, which we call Ritzei. If he doesn't say it, he's got to go back. Okay. If he doesn't say he's got to go back. You don't make Kiddush. There's no Kiddush for Rishchidosh. There's no Kiddush for Cholomite. However, if you do make an insertion, there's an insertion in Rishchidosh and Bench. Days that do not have a carbon musaf kigoy. Now this is a tricky passage, and the Gemara is going to help us uh, unravel a little bit. Kigoy sheni v'chamishi, such as Monday and Thursday, right? Monday and Thursday don't have a carbon musaf. That's for sure. Today is Monday. V'tanya isumamodos and uh, fast days and mamad days. Mamad days are these more intensive fasts that people would do. I think four fasts in a week. Um, uh, all those days, right? Um, so now the Gemara kind of interjects and says, "Hold on, Sheni v'Chavish Mayavidai. What Monday and Thursday? What does that mean? Ella Sheni v'Heyu Beis Shaltanius. The the uh, what they would call like the Bahab, someone who keeps Bahab fasts, or Uma Amadis and these extra these four day, uh, four, I should say four days out of the week, every other day if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Mamid fasts." You make a main hamayir. You mention the the in the tefillah 
beforehand, the Meyer of the night before, the Shachars that day, and the Mincha of the day, you make an insertion in Shemir Tefillah um, detailing your intent and then subsequently your experience of fasting. Okay. Says the Gemara, but if you don't manage, if you don't remember to mention that, we don't send you back. That's the facts. That's a little less of a serious demand. Um, and they do not have, there's no mentioning of them. Now, of course, if it's a fast day, why are you making Brechasamazin? So, the case would be just if you're eating the night before and um, I believe, yeah, on the way out, for sure not, right, on the way out, for sure not, the Gemara saying, I don't think there was ever really a Havamin to say on the way out. On the way out, you're already, you're, you've already eaten, and now you're, uh, or maybe if you haven't already, right, at the time you have admire, in theory, a person might think, excuse me, uh, 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 the meal after the Tainus, you're making Berch Samozin, a person might think, you should mention the Tainus, I don't think that was the Havamin. The Havamin was the night before. Okay. Very well. Iboy Lahum. The Gemara asks, the Gemara says, we were wondering. Ma'ula Hazkir Jalchanik of Musaf. It's a good question. Right? Every year, every every year, one or two days of Chanukah is Rishchidish. So, the question becomes, okay, how uh, should we mention Chanukah in Musaf? Do we say Al Nisim in Musaf? Right, do we say, since Hanukkah doesn't have Musaf, Musaf is only here because it's Rish Chaydesh, so maybe we shouldn't mention it. Maybe we shouldn't, maybe Musaf is a Rish Chaydesh thing. It's not a Hanukkah thing. There's no, in terms of the day of Hanukkah, if this day of Hanukkah existed independent of its being Rish Chaydesh, you wouldn't be saying Musaf whatsoever. So why would you say Hanisim and Musaf? Or perhaps, no. Today is Tuesday. It is Tuesday, the first of Shvat, right? Of Teves. Um, yes. <laughs> and um, and 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 just and just you know that day happens to have a requirement of four tefillos. Because it's Rosh Chaydesh, and it also is Hanukkah, so therefore, in each of those tilas, in each of those prayers, you should mention, um, you should mention Rosh Chaydesh. So, says the Gemara, like this. Says the Gemara, maybe it's the day that really makes you liable to. Um, to recite to recite whatever you're adding so you're adding Musaf and you're adding Hanukkah's mention in Musaf as well same same question is true on Shabbos Shabbos Hanukkah are you say no on Musaf in Musaf you don't mention you don't say oh, Nisan. you don't make any mention of Hanukkah because it's not a Hanukkah thing say no you know what you should in fact say it this statement of Rav Huna and Rav Yehuda is really a teaching of Rav 
Dumber of Gidl Amarav. If I wonder if one of the reviews say, they say, Ain't a mask here. You don't mention in Musaf, you don't make any mention of um, of um, of uh, Hanukkah. Right? Why Why is this rap? Dumber of Gidl Amarav, Rich Chaydish Chaldeis Bishabis, Hamaster bin Navi Bishabis, Ain't a Torchal Askashur Chaydish. If Rosh Chaydish falls out on Shabbos, when you're reading the Maftir in the Navi on Shabbos, you don't have to mention Rosh Chaydish. Right? You don't have to mention Rosh Chaydish. Right? So you don't have to, uh, in your um, in your brachas afterwards, there's no need to invoke Rosh Chaydish. Why is that? Why is that? Shalmali Shabbos ain't Navi Rosh Chaydish. This is a Shabbos program. This has nothing to do with Rosh Chaydish. There's no Navi reading. There's no Maftir. On Rosh Chaydesh. There's only Mafter on Shabbos, so you don't have to act as if it's Rosh Chaydesh whatsoever when it comes to handling the Mafter. Says the Gemara, be dummy, awesome, right? Awesome, Navi Bidur Rosh Chaydesh, like a claw. Says the Gemara, that's a terrible comparison. There's never ever a Navi on Rosh Chaydesh, right? However, Hacha, Isa, Ba'arbis, Rosh Chaydesh, of Mincha, there are insertions for Tefillah throughout Hanukkah, right? Throughout Hanukkah, every day, three times a day, you make an insertion. And the same thing is true on Rosh Chaydesh itself. So, it's not really a very, it's kind of apples to oranges. Navi is a totally new thing. Insertions in Shemana are not a totally new thing. That is the Gemara. Al-Hadami, the Amr of Achdevoi, Amr of Master Amr Rab, Yom Tev Shechal Liyos B'Shabbos, Hamafter B'Navi B'Mincha, B'Shabbos, Ein Tzorach Ashkoshul Yom That sounds a little strange. This is the case. Rav Tavoy says the name of Rav says the name of the Rav. On the Yom Tev, which falls out on Shabbos, when you're reciting the Matir at Mincha. Strange thing. Rashi says, they used to recite Matir, they used to recite Navi at Mincha. Why not? They would say Temsuk Mum Navi. They do a little small, a small reading of Navi. That's they used to have the minute to do. So, somebody who's reciting Matir at Mincha, so he doesn't have to invoke Yom Tov. Shalmali Shabbos ain't Navi b'mincha b'yom. That's actually a great comparison. Because on Yom Tov we do read Navi in the morning, right? And on Shabbos we also read Navi in the morning. The only question is, how about this later reading of Navi in the afternoon? So, right, mincha time. So since there, even though there is Navi today, and the Navi is coming both because of Shabbos and because of Yom Tov, this Navi is only coming because of Shabbos, and therefore you don't have to invoke Yom Tov. So similarly, even though there's already Shachars today, and there's going to be Mincha today, and in those scenarios the Shachars and the Mincha are both coming kind of because of Yom Tov, right? Or excuse me, because of Hanukkah, as much as they're coming because of Shabbos or Rosh However, Musaf, which is only coming because of Shabbos or Rosh right? Musaf does not require a mention of Hanukkah, and that's why Rav holds. You don't need. That's why. Excuse me. Review who didn't review the whole. You don't need to mention Hanukkah on such on uh, Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh in Musaf. So the Gemara turning the page. We don't pass in like any of these opinions. We rule like the Rishuvin Levi, who says Shabbos. He says the most extreme case. He says, comes Yom Kippur. And Ela, it's Shabbos and Yom Kippur. That happens sometimes. You miss out on a challenge. And a person is davening the Ela. 
he needs to mention during the Elah that it's Shabbos. Right? The Elah is one of the tools of the day. Even though Rashi makes a story, Rashi makes a mistake. It's not a nighttime prayer. Sometimes it's already pretty dark when we get up to Neilah. But Neilah is a daytime prayer. Neilah is a daytime prayer that means that you have to make mention of Shabbos in it. You have to make all the correct insertions for Shabbos. Why? What do you mean? There's no Neilah on Shabbos. Neilah is a Yom Kippur special. Why would I, why would I make insertions for something that uh, clearly doesn't bring? The Tefillah is not here uh, because of Shabbos. The Tefillah is here because of Yom Kippur. Says the Gemara, the only explanation is explanation is, Mark explains, right, today is a day which requires four tefillahs, right, shachris, mincha, uh, I should say, arvis, shachris, mincha, ne'ila, and it's also Shabbos, the day is also Shabbos, so it requires all the insertions of Shabbos. Okay, says the Gemara, that's very nice, but kasha hilchasa hilchasa. It seems like there are two halachas, there are two scenarios in which we say hilchasa, right? Usually when we say hilchasa, that's conclusive. The halacha is A, B, and C. But over here, says the Gemara, we have contradictory hilchasas. Amrit hilchasa kibishuv and levi. You just said a moment ago the halachas are kibishuv and levi. But the problem is, we also have a different hilchasa, we have a different tradition about something else. That we say is the halacha. The Omar Rabbi Yamtiv Shechali Es B'Shabbos Shliach Tibur Ayer L'Sneach Teva Arvis Einu Tzarech L'Haskir Shliyamtiv. We have Rabbi who tells us that on Yamtiv, which falls out on Shabbos, when somebody is davening for the Yamid Meiriv, and he's reciting the Tefillah of Magen Avos, the special Tefillah that we say after Shmuel Esrei of Meiriv, that sounds a little bit like a shortened Chazar Sashat, right? And he's reciting Mogin He doesn't have to mention Yomtiv. So Mole Shabbos actually at Yerid Arvis, right? If not for the fact that it's Shabbos, we wouldn't be saying Mogin at all. So in Mogin of a Friday night that happens to also be on Yomtiv, right? Habalenulatayva, I believe. I think it's a three-day Yomtiv this year. That's so Chalmoid. So I don't know if it's even such a big Kiddush. Okay, so think of it in terms of when Yom Tov falls out actually on Shabbos. That's definitely what the Gemara is referring to. So, right, you don't have to make any mention of Yom Tov in Magin Avais because we're only reciting Magin Avais because it's Friday night, not because of Yom Tov. So we see clearly now Yom Shuv and Levi. We see like Rav and like Rafuna Bar Yehuda and all these opinions that we, excuse me, Rafuna and Rav Yehuda and all these opinions we keep quoting. And which all, again, would add up to say that you don't mention Hanukkah and Musaf on Shabbos or Rosh Says the Gemara, bad comparison. Hachi Ashta. Hasum bedin hu dafilu b'shabbos nami loitzarich. Over there, right? Really, in reality, there's no need for maginavis whatsoever. Maginavis is itself an addition. Maginavis itself is, is, is a is a is a chiddush. Maginavis really doesn't uh, does, doesn't belong. B'rabbanon who dekunim yishum sakana. The reason we instituted maginavis is because of sakana, because of danger. Rashi explains that. Uh, there was a concern because since they davened, as we know, the the, the, uh, the ancients, the ancients davened out in the field. They davened in a, in in the wild a little bit, and the concern was. So Rashi says very interesting. We see other other discussions of the dangers of going out to daven at night. All seem to be referring to weekday myriv, but Rashi says they didn't go out, or at least in that particular period, they didn't go out to daven at night. They uh, people down at home, 
because it was dangerous. That's the, that's the only excuse to stay home. It's dangerous. Sometimes it's dangerous because your wife's going to kill you. But um, it can be dangerous to go out at night. Rashi mentions demons. I think there are other dangers in theory going out to the fields in Babylonia at night. Snakes, monsters, I don't know. Um, however, right, so they didn't come. On Shabbos they would all come. But the problem was, right, the problem was that what happens if somebody dominates a long Shemayin So the Chazal inserted that you're supposed to say Moginovich. She's supposed to say a whole um, insertion at the end. That way people who take a long time to say um, the, or the problem is also that some people come late, right? So therefore, they wanted to extend a little bit the service, so they added a, another layer to the service of Moginovis to give people time who came late to finish up. So therefore, the whole thing is really a novel institution because of Sakana. So th that being the case, it's not so crazy. That's not, it's not so crazy. Right, the field of Shabbos namulates are back in the Gemara. You really, the whole, it's not, it's not really necessary in terms of Shabbos anyway. The rabbis, the sages, instituted that it belongs there because of Sakana, because of the danger element. This still doesn't compare. Because when it comes to the day of Shabbos Hanukkah, the day of Hanukkah, all we're saying is the day has become Chayyim, the day requires four tefillahs, and the, the day requires four Shemoyna Esrays, and the day is still both for Shreddish and Hanukkah, and there's no reason not to make an insertion in all four tefillahs, which of course is how we actually rule. Okay? So, finally, the last reference to the Mishnah, then the last couple lines in the Mishnah, we said, V'loi ba'aliyah. You can't use, uh, you can use a, a lamb's tail, which is a very fatty uh, thing, in theory it can be used for fuel, and not with tallow. And then we said, said you can use melted down. Whether or not the tallow is melted, you can't use it. So it sounds repetitive. Right? The Tanakhama says, and then the Ramones say, basically. So what's going on? Says the Gemara, right? That's what's the clue we just quoted. It's the same person, it's the same opinion. Says the Gemara, a very interesting thing. Bruna So you remember the discussion of Bruna Amarav was whether or not you're allowed to put oil into other oil. And you take a little bit of oil, uh, which is kosher, and mix it into non kosher, you know, not non kosher, but invalid oil, and make it good oil. Um, is it Muta Aide Tarevis? And, right, and Bruno held your allowed to do that. Says the Gemara, and we don't know who held what. We don't know if it was the Tanakam or the Chachamim who was lenient and who was stringent in this question. Okay. New Mishnah. I told you this was coming. You're not allowed to use Shemin Sreifi. You're not allowed to use um, oil that's meant to be burnt because it's chuma oil on Yamtiv. Rabbi Shmuel, what's Itron? Itron is a sort of oil, right? It's sort of the zifta. It's the psilis, it's the side, it's the, um, the uh, what's the word? The byproduct of, uh, of tar or pitch. It's kind of an oily substance that uh, comes off of pitch. So you can use Itron. 
And they cleared a Shabbos because it has a, an unpleasant smell. And it's not covered Shabbos. It's, not, it's disrespectful to the Shabbos to use it. So, you can't use it. Permit all oils for shemen, shumshinim, shemen, shemen, shumshimin, sesame oil, shemen, agoizim, nut oil, shemen. So this is radish oil. I don't know how you extract oil from radishes, even from the leaves. Shemen, dugim, fish oil, shemen, pakuas. Pakua is what Rashi calls it, the last minbari, a wild squash. Beitron, ubenecht. You can use itron, right? Unlike Rabbi Shmos, you can use itron. They say you can use itron. Uva Nathan, you can use naphtha, which I think is petroleum-based. Tarifin is very strict. Tarifin says you can use any of those things. You have to only use olive oil. Says the Gemara, my time, what's the reason for this halacha, which we mentioned earlier? Over the end of yesterday's staff, the beginning of the day. And finally, now in the Mishnah, why is it that you can't use Shemen Sreifa oil that's meant to be burnt on Yamtiv? Says the Gemara, if ain't surfing Kajimi Yamtiv. There's a general rule we don't burn consecrated items on Yamtiv. Okay? How do you know that? How do you know that's true? taught, and they also taught in Chizkiah's base Majrish, which makes sense. The Pasuk says, don't leave over anything of it until the morning. Right? That's referring to the carbon Pesach. That's referring to the carbon Pesach. <coughs> right? Why is the Pasuk now repeating itself? It says Ad Biker a second time. Right? I think that's Beishti Sarev. The second mention of the morning is telling you if you have anything you need to burn, wait till the next morning. Don't wait till the first morning when already it becomes right at, at the first morning it becomes puzzle. Right, then you have to burn it, but you don't burn it then, even though you're allowed to burn things on Yantas. You might think I can burn Kajuman. No. Wait till the next morning. Right? And think in Artisrael terms, so there's one day of Yamtiv. And the second day already is Khalamoit. So wait till the morning of the second day, that's when you should start burning your any leftover carbon pasach. Okay. Um Abaya Omer Abaya suggests a different source. Source Omer Kra Oilas Shabbos b'Shabbatoi v'Loi Oilas Chel b'Shabbos v'Loi Oilas Chel b'Yamtiv. The pasuk says Oilas Shabbos b'Shabbatoi. You're supposed to offer the Oila, the burnt offering of each Shabbos on its Shabbos. V'Loi Oilas Chel b'Shabbos v'Loi Oilas Chel b'Yamtiv. Therefore, you don't. But however, you don't offer any Oilas, any burnt offerings, which really have to do with the Chel with the weekday on Shabbos or Yamtiv. Okay. Rav Omar, Rav is a different source. Omar Ka, who levadai, the pasuk is um, also in reference to. Um, here it is. This is the pasuk of uh, what we call Eichel Nefesh. That which is needed for consumption by every person. Um, every soul that 
is what um, you may make. So says the, says says um, says Rava, so the word who is coming to tell you you're not allowed to go and build yourself a smoker, a grill on, on, on Yom Tiv, right? You're allowed to cook the food, but you can't build yourself an oven on Yom Tiv. That's number one. What else? And this is what we'll end off with. It's a very interesting drasha. Right? So those are extra words. Why just say things that you need, things, right? We know that the halach is, you're allowed to cook food that you need on Yom Tov. You're hungry, you want to eat a piece of schnitzel, you can go cook a piece of schnitzel. That's, yeah, so it's one of the fun things about Yom Tov, right? You can cook on Yom Tov. Feels like Shabbos, but you can cook. However, like we said, hu levadoi, those extra words teach us, hu teaches us that you can't build an oven. You can cook, but you can't build an oven to cook. Um, and levadoi, veloi mila shaloi bizmana. Very, very interesting, uh, thinking here. Let's say we have a meal that's been delayed, right? Bez Hashem, uh, Pesach is going to come, it's going to be the restrictions hopefully will have been recently lifted. Maybe you couldn't get a moil to come out. So what are we going to do? Okay, so it's a delayed bris. That's for Shalom, that's really bad news if such a thing happens, but uh, yeah, you bring in a moil a couple of days late, sometimes that happens. And uh, and so then we say, okay, but then now it's falling out on Shabbos or on Yom Tiv, do we still do it? So the answer is no. The answer is, says Rav, we don't do it. We don't do a bris, which is shaloy bismame, which is not on time. A bris, which is not on time, is not done on Yom Why is that? Says the Gemara, it's really exer sakasav. It's based on the words of this Pasuk, because if we didn't have this Pasuk, we would think based on the Kavachaymer that, uh, in fact, you do do a late bris, even on Yom Tiv. Why would we think? Because a bris, if a baby has tzaras, follow, try, try to follow along, it's a funny thing. If a baby has tzaras on its arla, on his arla, on his foreskin, we're still allowed to do the bris, even though it means cutting off tzaras. Generally speaking, if a person gets tzaras, he's not allowed to cut it off. He has to go to the kain, he has to go through the proper process. But if a baby has tzaras on his foreskin, we'd go ahead with the bris. Regardless, doesn't matter on time, not on time. We do the right. The mitzvahs I say, the bris is daicha, right? The positive commandment to do the bris is daicha. The lois I say, it pushes off the negative commandment to not cut off the foreskin. That's the idea. Now the Gemara points out. This is a Gemara that's later on in Blood of Um On the other hand, Shabbos. Shabbos is not the same. Shabbos. Um, uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, tzaras, keep in mind, Tzaras is deich avoid. A coin has Tzaras, he can't do the avoid. So Tzaras is stronger than avoid. It's stronger than the uh, the temple service itself. Now the temple service, the avoid is deich es is stronger than shabbos. Now mila shaloi bismana, a late brismila is deich Tzaras. Now we know Tzaras is strong enough, right? So it pushes off, it, it, it lets us ignore the, the prohibition to cut off Tzaras. So if Mila is stronger than Tzaras, and Tzaras is stronger than Avaita than Temple Service, which is stronger than Shabbos, that means that Mila is certainly stronger than Shabbos. That would mean that even a Mila should live as mana, even a Lapras Mila should be performed on Shabbos. To that, says Rava, you're right, except the Pasuk specifically tells us, Levadai, that on Shabbos and Yom Tiv, we don't do a late Mila. What does that have to do with everything we've been talking about um, 
says Rashi, Wadin, in the same fashion, in the same fashion, right? In other words, in the same fashion, um, any mitzvah, right? What we learned from here is that any mitzvah whose time is not specific to today, right? In other words, technically, I don't have to burn these kachim today, that mitzvah is not doichi yamtiv, it doesn't push off yamtiv, and uh, therefore that would include the sreifas kachim main, the burning of disqualified consecrated items. Okay? We will wrap it up right here. Thank you. Have a good day. You too.